0: Are you getting tired of banging it around out there and you just can't seem to get a grip on your life and you're feeling like maybe you're not an expert at this life you've been living and you're ready to be? Give today's episode a listen as we learn how to master our mind so we can master our life. Let's go. Welcome, ladies, to the Life Mastery for Women podcast. I'm Jen Mack, Lady of the Mind, your host. This is where we go to learn to master our life one nugget at a time. Hey, ladies, it's Jen Mack, Lady of the Mind. Welcome to today's episode where I hope I am finding you mastering your mind so you can master your life. And if you're not mastering your mind, then it is my intention that in today's episode, I give you just one nugget of inspiration towards a transformation. So today we're going to talk about how we become an expert in our life. You know, when I was younger, I remember thinking, oh, you know, you basically just live life and you become good at it. (laughs) And you become, you know, an expert in your own life and you get to uh, create the things that you want, whatever it is you want to do. You go to college, you study that thing, you become good at it, you make money, you get the house, you get the husband, you get the kids. And it's like life sort of takes turns and twists that are not exactly what you had hoped, right? Like there's things that happened that we were not prepared for. And I realize now as a parent of three boys, two of them still at home, a 14-year-old and an 18-year-old, and then uh, parenting, you know, we tried to prepare our kids basically for all of the struggles that we had because we went in this direction and these were the struggles. And so then we spend all this time teaching our kids about those struggles so they don't struggle like we did. We, we teach them and prepare them and talk to them endlessly and sometimes lecture them about things so, th- so they don't have the pain that we did. But then lo and behold, they find their own set of struggles, don't they? Something different than, than what we went through or that we are aware of. And I realize life is like that. You know, we, our parents prepared us and, and we did the best we could, but somehow we squeaked through our own life with struggles that we just couldn't prepare ourselves for. We just couldn't anticipate. And that's kind of the baseline, right? Is we can't anticipate every single problem. But I will tell you this, though we can't anticipate every problem, we can find solutions within ourselves to whatever problem comes up. And that really is the key. No matter what it is life throws at us, am I prepared to deal with it? Am I am I in some way able to overcome that problem and find a solution? And so I have this system that I've been using, that I've used with my clients. I use with, well, pretty much anybody who will listen. It works really, really well for me. I've talked about it a few times, and it just keeps coming up because I think we don't realize that it's the simple things that we can do that create the largest impact in our life. And I find I want things to be simple yet powerful. And so those are the tools and techniques that I've been looking for. That's why I consume all this knowledge and read constantly and watch videos and learn new things. And then I apply those things and go, yeah, that worked. Or no, that didn't freaking work. Or that was way too hard or way too time consuming or way too, you know, you know, didn't produce any results. So I'm constantly thinking and talking and pondering. And you know, I talk about it with my coach, I talk about it with Amy. And I'm like, what, wow, you know, dude, we got to find something that can really propel us forward quickly, and make us feel better and make our bodies feel better and, and heal our emotions and heal, heal our physical body. And I don't want to spend all day and I don't want to spend six months and I don't want to wait three years. I mean, I Like I want it to be done right now, right? I mean, we are in an impatient society with instant gratification, and that's what I'm looking for. So with these tools, now some of you who have listened to my podcast, you're already familiar with these tools, and it'll be a nice reminder for you, but... It is right now, get it right now, and and let's go. So this is about mastering your mind, which is why I call myself the lady of the mind. This is where my, my focus is. This is where all of my energy goes and my, cons- my total consumption of knowledge. Like if you guys knew me, the, and I shouldn't even, I shouldn't even say this, but, but if you guys knew me, it's like, I just consume books like crazy. You know, I'm constantly buying books. I'm constantly looking for them. I'm constantly, you know, if a book suggests another book, I go and get the other book, you know? And, um, and it's in that consumption of knowledge that makes my life more powerful. It puts me in the driver's seat. So I'm hoping that by my, incessant need to crave knowledge that you are getting what you need. Sorry about the rambling. Okay, here we go. So mastering your mind. Your mind is the center console of your life. You are the, um, like, did you guys see Men in Black? I think it's the second one where there's, um, They're looking for the stone. It's in the very, very beginning. The guy looks kind of like Lurch and he's just this big, huge guy. And anyway, he ends up dying and the doctor, the female doctor in the morgue, she's doing the autopsy and and presses this button on his ear or something and his whole head opens up and there's a little teeny tiny little alien that um, that is controlling this big this big guy this like lurch guy and if you don't know what i'm talking about look up the movie men in black you probably only have to watch the first maybe 20 minutes and it's in the beginning but anyway so he's got this little tiny alien guy that's in his head that in his the inside of his head is like this giant control uh panel and so he's controlling him from in there okay so now this analogy though a little bit weird hopefully you're following along is you are the big guy you're the big meat suit that physical being Is you that is exploring and experiencing this world around you. But you have this other, it's not an alien, it's a spiritual being that is inside you, inside your head is where we typically feel it the most and have our awareness the most is in our mind, is at the control panels. And we want to have that little, that little spiritual being doing the best it can to manage our mind so we can create the most powerful experience that we want on this planet. And that means healing. That is the, the base of all of that is healing, healing our emotional state, our mental state, our beliefs and our physical being. We want to feel good in our body. We want our emotional state to be at least at the upper end of happiness, as best as it can be, in any version of happiness. And then we also want our mental state to not be so attacking. Like I don't know about you, but sometimes my my mind really kind of goes inward. It's like my that little alien being in my head is just kind of throwing a fit and calling me names. And I'm like, dude, right? You know, like you're not helping me any. You know, I want it to be encouraging and confident and solution oriented and sometimes our limiting beliefs really, really get the best of us telling us we're not good enough. We're not smart enough. We're not pretty enough or handsome enough. We're not doing something enough. And it's really, really challenging to try to succeed when that's that part that's talking to you. Now that control panel is our mind. And when we can start to wake up and not have our body just do anything willy-nilly, and just be that habitual state, which is our subconscious mind, and just go in the go in. Basically, it's called falling asleep. We kind of just sleepwalk through life. We just react and respond to life. It's our subconscious mind. It seems really um, instantaneous how it responds and reacts to things. But what we want is to start waking up and going, okay, how do I want to respond to this situation? And I find. The easiest way to get a hold of that is to be at the forefront of it instead of waiting for it to happen. So when I am sleepwalking through the day, I am more reactive and I'm generally impatient. Um, I tend to get frustrated quickly. I tend to get angry quickly. And instead, I think, okay, do I want to continue to act like that? And the answer is no, I don't want to. There's this other version of me that I am in touch with often that I want to continue. I want to be this other version of me. So it's time for me to upgrade. In order for me to upgrade, I have to start waking up. And in order for me to start waking up, I have to I have, to have that mental capacity that says, today I'm going to do something different. Now in that something different, here are basically my top six steps, some of them are kind of intertwined with each other. And you'll understand when I go through the steps, but it really is quite simple when we start, when we go from the beginning of the day and go, okay, I'm going to start this new habit and I'm going to do something different. And I'm going to, it's basically front loading. You are getting ahead of anything that you could react to, that is going to show up throughout your day, whether you're going to have a crabby boss, you're going to have a, a, one of your children are going to throw a fit, that something's going to be late, you're going to get stuck in traffic, you're maybe going to have a fender bender or a flat tire, your husband or your wife is going to act like a ding dong, right? That something is going to throw you off your game. And we want to get ahead of that. And one of the very first things to get ahead of it is a daily check-in. I do this often throughout the day, several times a day, because I can slip into sleepwalking and I have to wake up and it takes a lot of mental energy. So you are basically going inside your head with that little spiritual being that's at the control panels and kind of poking him and going, okay, come on, wake up. You know, we're going to, we're going to do something different this time. I don't want to just sleepwalk through life. I want to enjoy life and I want to, as we get to whatever age you are right now in life and you go, okay, here's some changes I want to make. We're ready. We're ready let's make some changes. Well, if you know, if you've done this before, if you've tried to change, you've tried to lose weight, you've tried to make more money, you tried to leave a job, you tried to leave a relationship, you tried to find a relationship, you tried to whatever that when you are doing that, it requires a lot of mental energy. And our mental capacity is not very big. It does not hold a lot of information, which is why when we open too many tabs in our brain that it becomes overwhelming our mental capacity is only to hold things for short periods of time and not to hold many things. Like if you try to remember a phone number, you're like, okay, I have to figure this out, right? I can, okay, what's the number again, right? Or you try to remember somebody's name, or you try to remember maybe five things on the grocery list and go to the store without a list. It's a little bit more challenging. But if that list was the same nine things, or 12 things. And if it was the same, your subconscious mind could remember those things without any problem. Your subconscious mind holds more information, beliefs, experiences, habits, um, different activities that you do, you can get up and go to the bathroom, brush your teeth and put on deodorant and do your hair and get dressed and all that without hardly even thinking about it. Matter of fact, you could probably think of something else because your body is just in that habitual state. Well, when you want change, you have to start waking up. And this, my friends, is the enlightenment period. This is when we get to start waking up and taking part in our life. This is when we get to start looking around and observing what it is I'm experiencing, what changes do I want to make, and now applying those changes. And this can happen very, very quickly, but we have to start waking up and we have to do it often. A lot of people say like, oh, I can just meditate for five minutes a day and my whole entire life will change. And I go, yeah, probably not that's probably not going to happen. We have to do many check-ins throughout the day. Amy and I do lots and lots of check-ins throughout the day. When I'm at home working, she's at work working, and throughout the day, we'll send a text or a Facebook message and, okay, what's your number? How are we doing? Where are you at? And some things happen at work, and she's like, well, I just plummeted. I'm like a two because of something, something, right? Something happened. So when we do those check-ins, what I like to do is just give it a number. I like to just go, okay, on a scale from one to 10, how am I feeling? A 10 is I'm on cloud nine. Nothing could totally bother me. I'm absolutely amazing. A one is I should go dig a hole in the backyard and put myself in it. Right. So that's just a very simple way to do it. And I love that because it's very, very, uh, it's easy. It's an easy scale. If you're a 10, you pretty much don't need to do anything other than check into a 10. I would then say, maybe go into your body and feel the 10. What does it feel like to be a 10? What does your body feel like? What are the sensations? Now, after you do a check-in, if you are low, the next thing is, what do I have to do to be whatever the next number is? If you're a three, don't, don't try to go, how do I be a 10? It's too big of a jump, which is why when you're feeling a three and some big, you know, Pollyanna walks in front of you and you're like, good morning, I had such a wonderful weekend. And you're like, oh, come here, come closer. I'm gonna punch you in the face right and you're like dude you have to stay away from me you have to get away from me right this minute that's because the gap is too far so that person becomes annoying to you because that the gap of where you are and where they are is too big of a jump so if you're a 3 the next question is what do i have to do to become a 4 what do i have to do to become a 4 that's a very very nice nice little step up. I use the an analogy of like, I'm standing in this, in the middle of this, like, um, this entryway and there's a loft that's 25 feet above my head. And there's a set of stairs over there in the corner. And I'm standing here. I'm next to you. And I go, okay, I want you to jump up to that loft. And you're like, what? I said, I want you to jump up to that loft 25 feet in the air. I want you to jump up there. And you're like, I can't, it's too, it's too much, right? It's too high. It's too far. And I go, okay, well, how are you going to get up there? You go, oh, how about I go over there in the corner and I'll take the stairs. That's what your vibrational movement should be like. I move from a one to a two to a three to a four. I just keep moving up the scale and I find different ways to do this. I find different techniques and tools that I can use in exercises or activities that help me to move up the scale. Because if I'm a one, I can't do activities that are at a seven. I can only do activities that are at a one, maybe a two, hopefully a two. If I just maybe, how about I stop what I'm doing? And I just go outside for a walk. Would that make me a two? Yeah. Now go do it. Now get up and go do it. I'm gonna walk for 20 minutes, and then you find you come back and you're like, holy crap, I'm a five. Freaking sweet. Now what do you have to do to be a six? I'm gonna take a nice cool shower because I'm pretty sweaty and gross. It's humid right now in northern Michigan. I'm gonna take a nice cool shower, and I was oh, it's gonna feel so. Well. I'm gonna use my new shampoo and my new little baths or my new soaps, and it's gonna be so great. And I'll get dressed and I'll feel better. And then you come out and you're like, holy man, like I'm an eight. That's how you do that. That's how you do that work. And that becomes the work. That is the quote work. You start checking in with yourself, taking responsibility for your emotional state and moving up the scale. The next one is setting daily intentions. What is my intention for today? Now, it does not have to be for the whole entire day. It literally could be what's before I get out of bed. What's my intention for the morning? What's my intention for traffic What's my intention for the first part of my workday? What's my intention for the second part of my workday? What's my intention for the traffic drive home? So I would recommend if you've never done this before and you really want significant change, you have to manage your energy. And in order to manage our consistent frequency and energy, we must begin to wake up, check in, go inward, set those intentions, check in with our body, where am I at? And starting to be Proactive proactive with where I'm at versus hoping the world is just going to obey my every whim so I can stay an eight, a nine, or a 10 today. I'll tell you right now, that's never, ever, never, 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 ever, never going to happen. Once in a while, you might have a good day based on whatever happened out in the world. Or you wake up and you're like, wow, what mood am I in today? I don't know about you, but I'm tired of giving the environment the control over me. Like, oh, I hope my kids don't make a mess in the kitchen. Oh, I hope everybody's good. I hope traffic is smooth. I hope I get all green lights. That is, it's unrealistic. Not only is it unrealistic, but it's never going to happen. So if you are like most people and very receptive to the world around you and very angry when people pull out in front of you, when traffic is slow, when you're catching all red lights, when people are driving like ding-dongs on the road... If you are receptive to that and you react to that, then this work is going to be for you. First one is daily check-ins. The second one is setting intentions. I intend to have a blank morning, a peaceful morning, a happy morning, a fun morning, use an emotional word. The next is daily meditations. Now, I'm going to give you a little secret here. The meditations, guided meditations are great. They're getting you in there. But what I would recommend is several, several like five to 10 silent meditations throughout the day. If you are an overachiever, I would say 10. If you want to just start seeing significant rises in your emotional state that then start to shift your physical, your physical environment, I would start with five. And literally, they could be one minute long. I'm just going to stop. I'm going to set my timer for one minute and I'm just going to breathe and I'm just going to focus on my breath. I'm going to be doing several guided meditations. I'm going to kind of intermittently put them throughout the podcast. You can go back through my 370 some episodes and you can look at any that start with guided meditation and you can go in there and start to explore the inner workings of your mind. This is quieting the mind. It is in the silence that our world gets created. It is not in the noise you can't talk your whatever into existence. You have to be in the silence and visualize the thing that you want. That's gonna happen during meditation. So quieting the mind, getting, getting in alignment with what it is that you want. And when I say in alignment, that is more consistently that that thing that you want is on your mind in a happy way than not. If you are wanting a new relationship, let's say, and you are like, okay, I want this new relationship, but I'm in another relationship and I want out of this one and I want to get in, I want a happy relationship and I want to get into, I want to find something better or something different. I want to get out of this one. And you're, you're exploring that, but you're like 95% of the complaining, you're not going to create it. And in that five minutes of that meditation and it's great and you feel good, but then you come out and you're complaining and, 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 uh, um, um, you're complaining about the relationship that you're in. You're not going to get it. You're just not. It's not going to work. It has to be 51 percent. Read um, Max or uh, Malcolm Gladwell's Tipping Point. You have to you have to get to the other side of it a little bit more. More. It has to be the managing the majority of the energy. Sorry, I'm being a little bit redundant. You have to manage the majority of the energy. So 51 percent has to be good, and then you're going to start seeing a shift. Okay. The next is course correct. At the end of the day, how did you do? How did your intention come across? How did you feel throughout the day? You started out as a one. Where are you at now? Oh, I'm feeling amazing. I managed my emotions. I managed my mind. By managing your mind, you get to manage your emotions. You throw that out in front of you. You throw out a new intention, a new emotional state that you want to feel. Instead of continuously complaining about how you do feel, how do you want to feel? And then course correcting is that part that you're like where am I at how did I do what worked what didn't work and let's do it again tomorrow which is the number 5th number 5 step it's keep going this is called a meditation practice or a spiritual practice for a reason it's called practice we have to keep going You have to keep doing, you have to keep, remember you've been on a diet, six, eight, 10 weeks long and then all you lose, you know, you lose some pounds. You're like, oh, this is great. And then you go back to eating the crap that you were eating and all that weight comes back. You're like, what the heck? It has to be this ongoing thing. This now becomes a lifestyle, not just once in a lifetime. This becomes a lifestyle. And I hope that you have gotten enough from this that you can, that you can seek or see that this is what's going to help you, that this is going to be what's going to heal because you are probably old enough, you're listening to this, you know, I'm attracting those that are like over 40, right? And you've done enough out in the world that just doesn't seem to be working. I go to my doctor and he just recommends medication and then it works and it doesn't work and it's great and and then it stops and then I have to go get more different or change it or up it or something. And it's exhausting when there's a new way and it's powerful and it's coming your way And I hope that you, that you can see that this is a fantastic way to start a new way, a new life, start heading, start kind of cutting the new path. I'm like walking on, we call them Tart Trails, it's Traverse Area, uh, I don't know what the other A stands for, Trail, Um, Recreational Trail, Traverse Area Recreational Trail. And um, it's basically a sidewalk, but it's like paved. It's like a road, as in it's, Uh, a solid, you know, asphalt type trail. And if you're just keep walking that loop, it's the same thing, same thing, same thing, same thing. But what I'm asking you to do is now cut a trail, get off the sidewalk and move in a new direction. Is it going to require more work as you're cutting through this brush? Yes. Is it going to require that you open your eyes and look for things and start to reassess and start to take responsibility for your thinking, your beliefs, your actions, your emotions, your, your reactions, your responses? Yes. But is it worth it? Is it worth it? And only you can answer that. I can tell you with a resounding, hell yes, yes. It's worth it. Hell yes, it's worth it every single day. Every day. Every day. Every day. I say that to Brandon. Every day. Every day. Every day. Brandon has autism, and teaching him new things is is quite challenging because of how his his mind works. But I tell him that all the time. You know, we're talking about you know putting deodorant on. He's like, well, yeah, but I don't have school today. And I'm like, every day. Every day. Doesn't matter if you just have. But that's how his brain works. I put deodorant on at school. Not at school, but. on a school day. Okay, but now it's Saturday. Why don't put deodorant? I don't have school today. So he related those two things together. I'm like, no, every day. Every day you have pits. Every day you have teeth. Every day you take care of them. Every day, every day, every day. For you, every day you have a life to live. Every single day you have a chance at an experience that is going to open your eyes and make you feel this wonder for life. Every day you have a chance to create something new. Not only every day, every minute of every day, every minute. How many minutes are in a day? It's like two hundred sixty-four. Every single minute of every single day, you have a chance to create something amazing. You have a, you have a chance to create something amazing, and I want you to be able to do that. The last one is step six, and I'll I'll um I'll give you all of these again. So if you are writing them down. Step six is seek out support. If you are in a relationship that maybe doesn't support the spiritual move or doesn't support meditation, it's going to be a lot harder to maintain a practice if your partner, your kids or whoever is just not, not on board, either they completely disagree with it or they just aren't interested or their life isn't as a struggle like yours then I recommend that you give me a shout out. You send me an email to the meditation room, tc at gmail.com. And in the subject line, write, let's talk. And let's hop on a call. And let me find out. Let's just converse. And the calls don't cost anything. It's a free, it's a free conversation. It's a Zoom call. And have a conversation to see how I can best support you in this new endeavor. Because in my opinion, it's worth it. And I hope that after today, you start to kind of pick up on that, that you know there's, there's a lot of meaning behind this and what have you got to lose? Because the life that you're living is the merry-go-round. You're on the, the circular tart trail. It's the same thing, same thing, same thing. So step six is seek out support. Now let's just go through those again, this, the six steps. This is mastering your mind to master your life. The six steps. The first is a daily check-in. What number am I at? How do I get to the next number? The step two is setting intentions. How do you want to feel for each segment of your day? Step three is meditation. Even if you do five teeny tiny ones, little micro meditations is better than doing one 10 minute meditation and then getting sucked back into your life in a negative way. Step four, course correct. How did I do today? How how did my numbers work? What did I do and what worked and what didn't? And then course correct. Those meditations were fantastic. I'm gonna do them for two minutes now, five times a day. Do you have two minutes? Do you have two minutes to change your life? Heck yeah, you do. Step five, keep going. You might not have success on that first day. You might not all of a sudden get the relationship on that first day, but you're going to start feeling better. I promise, I promise you. Give yourself seven days and reassess and really, really look at it. Did I at least feel better? Did I notice any changes in my reaction to the environment around me? And I would guarantee that it's a yes. If you do it five, if you do it five Times a day, for one to two minutes, and you do it seven days in a row. I can guarantee you, you're going to feel better. I can guarantee you're going to look back and go, "Wow, I was quite a bit calmer in the morning." Wow, I was, I didn't, uh, I didn't scream out at you know at my kids for making the mess in the living room, right? I was calmer in traffic. I felt better, man. I didn't have as many anxiety attacks. I didn't feel as depressed. I started to actually feel happy, right? So make sure that you assess it at at a real real honest level and then the last is to seek support step six seek support in order to really start changing we need support around us we need like-minded individuals and if you're not already a part of my facebook groups check me out i have a smaller group that's lady rising on facebook and through the membership questions just say you came in through the podcast and then the other is my chakras for beginners. We talk about chakras. I share some information in there. We're going to start doing some master classes. We're going to start doing some meditations to open and work the chakras. There'll be just a small cost to those. I'm going to start doing them on a Zoom call throughout the throughout the group. So check that out. And if you have any questions of like when when programs are starting or where where um, where things are, just send me an email, the meditation room tc at gmail.com. I hope to talk to you soon and listen, it's worth it. And one more thing, you're worth it. See you soon. Wow, that may have felt like a lot of information in today's episode, but if you're looking for support, and a deeper knowledge of what we talked about today, then let's connect. You can learn more about how I work and how you can work with me. Send me an email to the RoomTc at gmail.com, subject line, let's talk. And in the meantime, you can join my online Facebook community, Lady Rising, and mention that you came in through the podcast. I look forward to supporting you and connecting with you there.